You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou and my USFL fans. A pretty big day for us as the USFL has officially dropped the schedule for this year's season. Season number two, a lot to dive into. I'm going to talk about some of my favorite matchups, kind of how it all went down. If you were not aware or maybe you have missed how they rolled it out today, we'll get into all that. So my USFL fans, comment down below. Let me know what games are you looking forward to? What stadiums are you looking forward to seeing? We went from one hub to four in this second season, and we got the whole list now of how everything's going to shake out for this year. I'm really excited to dive into this with you all. So make sure you comment down below and let me know what games are you circling on this year's calendar. But beginning off with just kind of how it went down, started at 8 a.m. with the Michigan Panthers. They rolled it out team by team every single hour until 3 o'clock p.m., finishing off with the Houston Gamblers as they revealed the schedule, allowing everyone to kind of see how things were going to shake out team by team. Some really cool stuff and a really neat idea, I would say. However, it did get kind of spoiled, though. I do want to shout out News USFL for this one because they were on it way early from the jump. I don't really know how they got on this and how they managed to get this. I'm assuming they have some sort of connect within Fox Sports because they even tagged them in it as saying it came from them. Unless Fox Sports maybe dropped it early by mistake, I don't really know how they got a hold of it, but they got the schedule, the entire schedule from week one to 10 for all the teams that I think the USFL posted maybe like 30 minutes ago from me recording this at like roughly four o'clock, I think is when they dropped the full schedule in bulk from their Twitter account. He got that at like, or he or they, I don't know who it is, but they got it literally 35 minutes after they released the very first Michigan Panthers schedule. Not sure how they got their hands on it, but I saw that off the rip and I was like, oh, well, this kind of spoils it, but it was awesome because I kind of got to, I got, I got to see, and then I was kind of anticipating, is this real? Is this fake? How are things starting to shake out? But after the next couple of schedules dropped out, I realized, okay, this is actually the real thing. Interesting stuff that they got a hold of it, but that's kind of how they went down with releasing it. Now, the full schedule listed out as follows, and I want to shout out the Mark cast for this one because he tweeted out about an hour ago the actual full schedule with times, dates, and everything in between. We're going to see Memphis and Birmingham in weeks number one. Then we're going to get the reveal of the Canton Stadium in week number two, and then we'll finally get to see Detroit host some games in week number three. So if you're excited to see those new locations hosting some games, that's how they will be ordered out as they begin to debut. And Memphis is actually going to be hosting the very first game of the season, Saturday, April 14th, excuse me, 15th, not 14th, 15th at 4.30 p.m. that afternoon. So we're going to get Saturday football. We're going to get Sunday football. And starting off with my first of five matchups that I have circled here because I am pumped for these games specifically. I went through the schedule and picked out five of my favorite, and I'd love to hear yours. The Stars and the Showboats, the season opener, this is a big one here. It's the debut of the Memphis Stadium, the debut of the Memphis Showboats, a lot riding on this one here, and you get the finalist, the team that lost in the championship last year against the Stallions. This is an exciting one for me. Again, new location, a Showboats team that I'm really excited to see and how they kind of pan out as a team after taking over for the Tampa Bay Bandits, who are now defunct at this point after their one year last year. Looking forward to seeing how this game shakes out. There's just a lot going into it, and I love that. Rather than kicking things off in Birmingham again like last year, we're getting a new location, and we're going to get to see things kick off with a new stadium and a new look. I'm really excited to see how Memphis hosts this first game. 
The second game that I have on the list here is also a week one matchup, and it was the week one matchup from last year as well. So a rematch and one that I'm really looking forward to and one that a lot of people wanted to see in the championship last year, but we did not get. Thank you to the Philadelphia Stars in their improbable victory in the semifinal for the North, the Generals and the Stallions. After a 28 to 24 Stallion victory that kicked off week number one and the beginning of the USFL last year, it was a hot way to start the season and it really kind of kicked things off and set the thing, set like the motion or the gears into motion as far as how this USFL season was going to play out. Fun, entertaining, off the wall football and we definitely got that last year and I'm glad that they're going ahead and giving us the rematch again because again this is a game that everyone was kind of clamoring for as the season was wrapping up the Philadelphia Stars played spoiler and I'm glad that they're not going to make us wait the duration of the season to see this game they're going to jump right to it go right back to that winning formula for week one and we're going to see what I'm hoping to be a really good game again between these two the next one is a couple of games that I have circled here, but they're against the two teams going up against each other. And that is weeks five and nine where the generals and the stars meet up against each other. So the reason I bring this one up here is because this team met three times last year, twice during the regular season and then again in the northern semifinal. The stars lost back to back games in the regular season going down to 0-2 against the New Jersey Generals and then meeting them in the Northern Division. A lot of people counted them out, but ultimately the Stars came out with a big victory and catapulted themselves into a championship game the following week. This was awesome. It was a really great storyline where you had a team that kind of had like a rough start into a really strong finish, a really awesome running game, and a quarterback that came in for their initial starting quarterback, Brian Scott, who then got spelled by Case Cookus when he went down with an injury. There was just so many fun storylines with the Stars, and they were such a massive underdog. So to see them come out 0-2, defeat their division rival in the semifinal to make it to the championship was an awesome storyline to follow for them. And I'm excited to see how this rivalry plays out again this year. Because again, you know, underdogs, the Stars, but ending up being the representative of the North in the championship. And now you have the Generals who kind of have like that sour taste in their mouth. You know, they were the Northern favorites rolling through the majority of the season. A lot of people were picking the Generals and the Stallions to clash head-to-head -head in that championship game. So to be able to see this rivalry renewed this year, I'm really looking forward to seeing how the rivalry shakes out this year. Does it maybe flip in favor of the Stars this time? Do the Generals maybe take over and maybe they run the table and, you know, maybe they go 3-0 this time. Maybe they split and meet themselves in the divisional, or excuse me, the divisional, the semifinal of the North again this year. A lot of intrigue into that matchup and I'm glad that we get to see it a couple of times and then potentially maybe even a third again in the playoffs if both teams play well. My fourth game that I have listed on here, and I kind of labeled this one as like the battle of the rebrands. And I'm really excited for this one because both of these teams addressed a gripe that are a couple of gripes that I had in terms of just uniforms and team style when things were revealed last year prior to the season. I was not a fan of the orange and purple with the Pittsburgh Maulers. It just it hit the eyes so wrong and it just did not appeal to me. And then my other gripe being that I was not a fan of how much red was in use by the league for uniforms and I felt like there wasn't enough color variation and I ended up rooting for the breakers last season throughout the entirety of the year I consider myself a breakers fan now 
And mainly because one, blue is my favorite color, but two, it was nice to have like a refreshing change of scenery in terms of the coloration of their uniform and just the team's overall branding. So I'm excited to see that we're getting another blue team this time, like a navy blue with the gold for the showboats. And then the Maulers adopting the black and gold of Pittsburgh. So this one for me is just kind of like a, this is what I want to see in terms of changing things up a little bit within the league, correcting what I think was kind of a, a wrong in terms of the way Pittsburgh looked last year, and then giving us another team that shies away from the red and gives me a more cool color in the navy blue and the gold. I really like that, and I'm really excited to see what their uniforms look like. So this one's kind of more of a an aesthetic favorite of mine that I'm just really looking forward to seeing personally as both teams match up together. And then the last one here that I'm really excited about, and selfishly, I wanted to see it a little bit earlier in the season, but I guess I'm okay with getting it later in the year because it's going to make it more fun as the buildup happens, and I'm really hoping both teams are doing well when this game ends up taking place. In week number eight, we're looking at the Stars and the Stallions going head-to-head, -head, a championship rematch of last season. Do the Stars right the wrongs of the championship and maybe come out and get the big victory? Or do the Stallions maybe roll through? Are they coming in hot? The Stallions lost one game last season, working their way to that championship run. I mean... We don't really necessarily know what exactly rosters are going to look like. There's a lot of signings being made, cuts and whatnot, and teams are kind of working out their final rosters as we speak. But I am really excited to see this rematch, and I'm sure a lot of people are anticipating it. And again, selfishly, I wanted to see it sooner in the season. I was kind of hoping that maybe the USFL would kind of go off the wall and give us like a week one rematch just so we can kind of get it out of the way and see how the season starts off, maybe start a little hot with some fire. But the fact that it'll be a little bit of a slow burn and they're going to make us wait... All I'm hoping is that both teams are within playoff contention, playing really well, maybe working with like three losses or less between both of the teams. I want to see a really good rematch between the two. I want to see a little bit of that bad blood, maybe some jealousy on the Stars' part, maybe a little bit of arrogance from the Stallions on their part being the winners of that championship game. But I think overall, it makes for a really fun storyline. And I'm glad, I'm, as again, as I'm wishing it was earlier in the year, I'm glad they're going to make us wait because the anticipation is only going to build as we go through those first couple of months of the season. But those are the five big games that I'm really looking for. Another honorable mention for this one would be obviously the games that are going to be played in Canton in week number two. I'm really excited to see both those games play out. Um, but for me, while it is a new stadium and a new location, that was really all the appeal was for it. Hence why the Showboats got one because they're a whole team rebrand and it's a new location. And Memphis is being billed very largely as like one of the other premier hub areas. So that one just kind of took a little bit more precedence over the Canton location itself, but I'm really excited that we're looking at four hubs this year. The schedule is finally out. It feels like I've been waiting a really long time for the USFL to come back. I really wish the season was a little bit longer than just 10 games in the two playoffs. Maybe down the line, we get some more teams. We add an 11th or 12th game to the season, but USFL football is near. We are under 70 days now at this point. It's fast approaching. That is just about two months away till we get to that April kickoff, and I cannot wait. Let me know in the comment section down below what you guys are anticipating for games. Let me know what you're excited about, and that is it for me. I appreciate you all as always. Until next time, have a good one.